Hello, hello. I'm Steve Certain. This is my conversations with the Pope. Sorry we've been away for a couple of weeks. My co-host, Ben Pope, deserted me there for a fortnight or so. He tells me he's been on annual leave from work, so uh, we'll take his word for it. But I finally trapped him down and we've recorded our 20th conversation. Um, bit of a Miami theme on today's show. My bet on the Miami Heat is still alive and well to win the NBA championship, 100 to 1 shot. So we're having a good look at the Boston Celtics Miami Heat series. There's a lot of Liverpool and Everton talk with the Premier League returning. Bit of NFL stuff, obviously with that returning too. And we're previewing the US Open golf with a couple of tips and picks for the first or last major of the year. Can't quite work out where we're up to on the golf calendar at the moment. I think it's the first major of the year. All the usual funny sound clips and music throughout. Tell your mates, spread the word. If you've got a minute, leave us a review and uh, remember to subscribe. Your feedback's been fantastic on uh, all the podcast platforms so we can only thank you for uh, for sharing your kind words and um, encouraging us to, to carry on with this with this farce of a, of a sporting podcast and gambling podcast thanks a lot hope you enjoy the show and uh, give us a shout at my convos with the Pope over on Instagram and we'll get your questions and topics into into next week's show enjoy Welcome back. Touche, my friend. Well, glad to see you're still alive anyway. The last I did, you were on a, what, a two-day bender in Bundy's kitchen. Haven't been seen since. Oh, classic Trump, are you? Deflecting away from uh, from your own behaviour onto me. My own behaviour? So, go on, do you want to elaborate on that? Where have you been? I thought you'd flipped. Big pussy style. <laughs> I was on annual leave, mate, two weeks off work from my actual paying employer. Okay. Uh, yeah, which which obviously pays for me more with my bills, etc. So, yeah, I'm quite principled in that respect. When I've got two weeks off work, I don't really tend to do any work, whether it's emails and that, so I'm certainly not going to put a shift in for my second employer on a job that I, I may add I don't get paid for. At least my... My excuse is genuine as opposed to the multiple times you've missed the podcast due to uh, your weekend excursions, which obviously fall into day two, day three and whatever else lately. But you've been having a go yourself though, haven't you? I, I think some of your socialising might have might have gotten in the way of a couple of our broadcasts now. Am I wrong there? No, really? No, the only socialising I tend to do nowadays is out on the golf course, to be honest with you. Oh yeah. You're very Trump. It's very Trump, this Popey. Malago. <laughs> what do you want from me? What do you want me to say? <laughs> well, you've, you've enjoyed it. You've enjoyed your annual leave. You had a good couple of weeks. I mean, I wouldn't class. What, do you class what we're doing here as work, do you, as employment? Very much so, yeah. I certainly enjoyed a couple of weeks away from the pod. Like, yeah, I was going to see really. So, 
Yeah, I'd like to say I feel reinvigorated after me uh, me two weeks hiatus, but yeah, what are we only a couple of minutes in and you're already starting to grate on me. <laughs> what a two weeks to take off, lad. Fucking MLB, NBA, NFL. All playing for the first time, I think, in history, lad. Don't think them three American sports have played at the same time. The primary starts. Um, There's plenty to be getting into today, like, yeah. And you go missing? I thought we were going to do a nice big preview show with the Premier League, the NFL, and you've uh, you've bermuded it. You've gone into the triangle. Yeah, as I say, as I say, I've got me reasons. I'd rather spend me two weeks annual leave with me boys. Uh, I had a few days out, yeah, it was all right. Didn't, didn't go away as such, but... Couple of days out, uh, our Louis started uh, school or big boy school as he calls it. Last okay. So that was uh, that was exciting. Yeah, times are a changing, my friend. How's he getting on there in school? Staying clean, pal? Yes. That's right, you drink the booze, you lose. Remember that punk. Baby Gronk. You know what? You'll you will yeah, hopefully if you ever have kids one day, you'll know yourself. It's it's a little bit a little bit nerve wracking. Obviously I'm starting school. We're not from the area as such. I know me and Louise have lived here for eight years where we are now in Broad Green. But we've got no family, didn't know anyone, obviously starting school because he he's been going to footy for a couple like about eighteen months now, no one from his footy, no one from his nursery, no neighbours. So in all fairness to him, yeah, he's, he's just got on with it, really, considering he's starting the school, the 60 in the year, so like pretty much 30 across the two classes. And from day one, he's just got on with it, just gone in, and to the point now where he's running in most days. So, uh, yeah, no, baby Gronk, yeah, he seems to be enjoying it. It's Big relief as well as as a parent, like. Yeah, I can imagine. It's, uh, it's like his namesake, isn't it? Going down to Tampa Bay, new environment for him. I, uh, I can't see him staying in his, in his bubble, like. I can see him breaking that. Sooner or later, to either clobber another kid or seek some female company. At the well, I was going to say he hasn't speared anyone yet over the <laughs> uh, over the milk crate yet, but it's only a matter of time. I would have thought, like, but do you know what? He's been there. So he started last Monday, and he's been going to nursery, like private nursery, for for two years now. And yeah, you get an activity sheet just telling you what he's been up to on a daily basis in nursery, and you have a gap with his teachers and what have you. So you know day to day what they're up to, basically what the events. But obviously going to school because there's that many of them. We haven't even had a chance to speak to his teacher as well, you know, because of COVID restrictions as well. You've got to wait at the gate. Yeah. So he just sort of come out one by one, and yeah. So I got God knows what he's been up to, but I'm I'm working on the basis that no news is good news <laughs> anyway, and uh, you don't really get much out of him as well. No. A bit of a closed book, which which I like. It'll stand him in good stead in the. Uh, in the long call, like, but you, you don't get much out of them. Like, yeah, what have you been up to? Yeah, playing. Who with boys? What are the names? I haven't asked. You know what I mean? One of them. So, <laughs> don't get much out of them. Like, so God knows what's going on in that classroom. But as I say, I'm working on the uh, the basis that no news is good news anyway. I'll take the under, lad. I'll take the under on two weeks before <laughs> before you and Lou are up in front of the school board. I reckon over his behaviour. <laughs> uh, Julian has been displaying some odd behaviour. Last week he spilled a tube of glue on the floor and didn't tell anybody, he just covered it with newspaper. Uh-huh. And then one of our students wore rollerblades for show and tell. Yeah. And Julian tripped him with a stick. I've never... <laughs> my mum used to dread take me, like, picking me up from school. Because literally every week the teacher would go, Oh, Mrs. Pope, can we just have a word, please? 
And I just she gets summoned in and had been up to something like up to no good that particular day. Yeah. So hopefully Louis doesn't take take after me. I was a little bit rebellious in school, but Louis Louise was a bit of a goody two shoes, so hopefully he takes after It might balance ball. out. It might but it's not wrong. Not wrong with having a little a little wild streak, is there? You know what I mean? And I think so for a boy as well. You want your little lads to have a bit of character, I think. Absolutely. So. Yeah. I was run I was running betting books and everything in school. I remember me tutor saying to me, You'll you'll either be a millionaire or you'll end up in prison. So we'll see how that we'll see how that pans out. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. The latter's looking odds on at the minute. Like, <laughs> I was taking bets on sports days. I think the first the first betting book I ran was the the second Tyson Bruno fight when we were me and our Danny were nine. I think that was our that was our first <laughs> book. Like, so. Well, I was yeah, I was, I was thinking you were going on about senior school here, but junior school, yeah, the uh, yeah, that's when she started. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we were hustling from from back then in the uh, in the gambling industry, Popey, and uh, yeah, yeah, it hasn't stopped since, like, has it? So hopefully, no, uh, absolutely not. So yeah, so far so good. So as I say, it's been. Uh, it's nice to have a bit of, bit of time away from work and switch off. Although, yeah, it does backfire when you take two weeks off and then you literally you come back to two weeks' worth of emails. And, yeah, I'm still playing catch-up now, to be honest with you, as well as dealing everything that's coming. Having to deal with everything that's coming this week. So, yeah, it's a little bit of a stressful time. So, if we could uh, try and keep it as concise as possible today. With Rimmy, yeah. I, I thought it might have been... Uh, I thought it might have been Carlos Sands. Everton looking good. I thought that might have got you sweating and uh, kept you off the radar for a bit, Popey. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> do you think I've got some sort of beef with Everton, do you? <laughs> what what idea? Oh, well... Th- the last nineteen hours of uh, of you know and broadcasts has probably planted that <laughs> seed. Uh, we'll get on to the we'll get on to the blue boys a little bit later. Uh, if we have to, yeah, go on. What have you been up to then? You've been out and about yourself, bit of socialising, seeing the lads. Yeah, I went out on Saturday for the uh, for the game, which which ended up being yeah a bit, bit heavier than than it really needed to be. I know so, that yeah. feeling. It was what I know that feeling. Yeah, it was, you know what? Yeah, it was good, don't get me wrong, but that that, that Spartan, that the saviour in uh, Tribeca on Smithdown Road is no good. Like, yeah, I don't know what they put in it, like, but yeah, there was a, uh, yeah, I think everyone's head was all over the place, having not really drank for that long, or, or certainly drank Spartan for that long. And uh, yeah, it seemed to it's everyone like a steam train. And yeah, it was a bit of a heavy one, as I say, and a bit heavier than, than what it needed to be, really. So I, I think I'll be, be raining it in for the next next couple of months at least, and just try and stick to a few few sociable ales here and there if I can. First game of the season, always a lively one, isn't it? You know, I think uh, you just mentioned... Well, you were a no-show, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. staying off the radar, lad, mate. As you, as you mentioned there in your opening gambit, me and uh, our friend Bundy had a little heavy bank holiday, didn't we? Uh, do you know what? We'll get on to the golf later. I think it was John Rahm's putt that sent me over the edge. He was waiting on... <laughs> <laughs> went, on, went on Dusty Johnson for a right few quid and uh, blew know. up again in the final round, didn't he? Well, He'll he, never leave. He, he didn't, did he? He didn't. He played great, and John Ram just come out the pack like that. Oh, did he win? Did he? I thought. I thought he lost that particular event. He did in a playoff to a sixty-six. Oh, so he blew up again. Yeah, to a sixty-six win. foot putt. Here it comes. Here. It watch out! Comes. Oh, wow. Is this all really happening? What a putt! 
That is from 60. But he won the week after, but we'll get on to all that later. Another L in the column, if you ask me. Yeah, we won the week after with a head start. I'll be captain, does it? <laughs> oh, so you're not giving him that because it was an head start. Yeah, you, you just... You're just not having Dusty at all. We'll get on to that, lad, because he's going to figure quite heavily in the uh, tip of the week section, I'd imagine. Okay, but talking about radars and you saying off the radar, he's certainly, certainly trying to stay off my radar. I was having to think to myself the other day, I, I, believe it or not, the viewers are going to find this quite hard to believe, because what are we now, 20 episodes in? Yeah. I haven't seen you since we started doing this podcast. What's all that about? When, when was our first podcast? February? March. Well, I've seen you in obviously Amsterdam, Gallagher, and then I haven't seen you since. Fucking hell. Is that the longest? <laughs> Initially, on my behalf, I've asked you out to watch the game. Uh, I showed for a couple of games, said I'll pop down with the kids to see yourself and your man. You know, we tend to put me off these days, so which is fine, which is fine. We've touched on it. I think the dynamic of the relationship has certainly changed since we started doing this, more so colleagues than mates, but. It's more pen pals than anything else now, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's looking that way, isn't it? I'm just... I think it's a bit of a dentist. You're hardly lying low, Steve. You're getting out there, you're getting stuck here, whether it be London, Liverpool, you're still socialising. But yeah, our rope dopes uh, fell by the wayside. I think uh, I think someone's getting a little bit jealous from the notoriety I'm getting from the uh, the podcast. You think? No, no, not at all. I know. Come on, mate. What else would it be? I like it out there doing your thing. You know, like the uh, the Dennis Rodman of the podcast. I'm just I'm just down here in hell, like Phil Jackson in yoga poses, studying sports footage. Well, <laughs> you get out there and you be the face of the piece yet, and, and get in the mixer. But I did invite you next week, lad. We were looking at the casino next Sunday, weren't we? For the NFL, a bit of the basketball playoffs, the last round of the US Open this Sunday. But it just does, it doesn't look like it's on, to be honest with you. Me and, as I say before, me and uh, Bundy went to the casino a couple of weeks ago, Bank Holiday, to watch the end of the golf. And How was it? It's, it's weird. From what it's, you can remember? It's weird, mate, it's weird. They've all got oh, visors. Really, yeah. They've all got the plastic visors on. The sports book's still closed. Yeah, it's, it's not great. Me and Ted stuffed to, I don't know if it was to do with the condition we were in or just how the setup is at the moment. We were we were stuffed basically in the uh, in the cloak room, you know, at the very back where you count you count your chips out. I think they just wanted You're joking us, me, lad, yeah. I think they just wanted us out the way of the table, really, yeah. Watching on a on a little screen. But is that yeah, more so to do with the behaviour of you? I than, think than so. Any, than any restrictions that they had in place. Possibly. I don't give a shit who he's connected to. Tell him to take his fucking feet off the table. What do you think this is a goddamn sawdust joint? Sir, would you mind taking your feet off the table and put your shoes on, please? Yeah, I would mind. I'm having a bad night. Fucking asshole won't budge. Full security. Yeah, I'd like to have got there Sunday. I'd like to have watched all that, all that sports action Sunday, but I don't know what you think with, with the uh, the current lockdown situation and whatnot. Are you... Uh, are you keeping indoors? Are you are you are you gonna get back to social distancing and not really, like, no, I'm not a massive germaphobe or, 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 or I'm certainly not paranoid on any on any scale. Uh, no, I'm just gonna stick doing what I'm doing really and just uh, yeah, until until told otherwise and yeah, so so no, I certainly won't be cowering away. But whether as as said this Sunday stands as to whether I'll be going out to Dora, we'll we'll sort of play it by yeah. So I had a bit of a bit of a heavy one Saturday, so I could probably do with just staying in. I know we wouldn't tend to drink anyway, but just another late one. And as you know yourself, Steve, you get older, these these hangovers take take longer oh. and longer to you see. So I, I still don't know whether I'll be uh, 
back to full form come the weekend. To be honest with you. Oh yeah, I'm on the wagon. I'm on the wagon. I've gone the old, the old sober route again. The sober pledge. You said that until my knees sorted and I'm at hundred percent. I'm not gonna wear. I'm not gonna have a tipple until then. So what's I, the old diagnosis on the on the knee like? When are you looking at? Still waiting. Back to, still, 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 wa- still waiting on MRI. Back in physio again today. Uh, still not the best lad. Still very stone cold Steve Austin down here. <laughs> Can, can you get about, like, what are you on crutches? I can or get what? about, no, the crutches have been binned. I can get about, more right. I'm limping, it's a bit Kaiser Soze, the limp, like, not ideal, really. A little bit no. self-conscious about it, walking around town. Not a great look, no. <laughs> exactly, a little baldy head on and me. And how's like, it affecting your exercise then, Steve? I was going to say, a little baldy head on me, like Kevin Spacey as well these days. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The exercise, all right. I'm still doing. I'm still doing upper body shit, abs and all that. But yeah, none of the dynamic gear. And I was speaking to Adam Forshaw about it a couple of weeks ago on that bank holiday. He was in town. And um, does he listen to the podcast? By the way, I think he has a little listen ad. Yeah, yeah. He interacts with uh, with some of the posts and whatnot on Instagram at my combos. Okay. With the Pope, if you're uh, if you're not already following it, but yeah. Well, if you're listening, Adam, you've got enough followers on on social media, so get us out there, eh? Do us a favour. It's not like Kev Seed there. Get me back up there, please. It's me livelihood. <laughs> <laughs> but he just said meniscus. He said he's he's had. I think he's had a couple of meniscus injuries, and he just said, forget your dynamic stuff and that. You know what I mean? Unless you get the operation and get like a replacement, there's a. There's not much down for you. So the ale's been bin bagged. He also said that alcohol's terrible for knee injuries as well, flares up and, and inflammation and whatnot. So yeah, well, there you go. the ale's been bin bagged, but the uh, the sports addiction certainly certainly ramped up. I was going to say, so have you been filling the time then? What have you been up to? Uh, the weekend was just a sports fest. Disciplined, like on the gambling front, but I worked out, I watched. 1,320 minutes of sport over the weekend, or 22 hours, I think. Um, wow, that's, yeah. that's heavy. A little bit unnecessary as well. It's not, though, lad. You know, this is, this is, this is, I know you, you crack a joke about me not working and whatnot, but that is kind of work. Research, making notes, seeing teams, see what they're made of. That's, that's what it's about. It's, as I say, Phil Jackson vibes. <laughs> you've got to, you've got to work the tape, haven't you? Yeah, you've got to put it in, lad. You've got to put it in if you're going to take it serious. And when your head's right and you're not bevying, the, the, the gambling's a bit more structured and a, and a bit more a bit more profitable, in, in fairness, as well. And it's that. Well, here we go. After time, as always, eh, Stephen? Well, the page is terrible, isn't it? Anything you put up there is, is absolutely fucking atrocious, isn't it? Well, I was a bit disappointed to see that the, the amount of people we're following is uh, is not too dissimilar to our, our, our followers' figure now. Our followers' figures is just completely stagnant, really, isn't it? <laughs> doesn't seem to be going anywhere. What's up with you? It's just getting the time, lad, isn't it? Getting the time to do Instagram. I, I... I was about you start putting some of my winning bets up there, like for you now. Do you know what I mean? It's, I was having a little think about this. I don't think... I, might, I, might, I can stand corrected, but I, I really don't think I've had a, a, a non... Horse racing tip of the week, which hasn't landed. I think I'm 100% prolific. Fiena, the most recent example. Each way, what was he, 33 to 1? So what's that, a 7, 8 to 1 winner? Have a load of that. So I, I'd notice you didn't put that one up there I on the page. Well, it was, so out, it was out there. Start putting some of my winning tips of the week up there. We may uh, generate more more followers. It was out there on the uh, on the podcast, wasn't it? You know what I mean? And And... Let's be honest, I mean, I could put your NBA picks up there as well, couldn't I? We'd be, our followers would be drunk, jumping off like fucking lemmings, wouldn't they? You'd actually... How so? What, the Celtics? The Grim, the Celtics the Grim Reaper. For the Eastern Finals. Remind me who's in the Eastern Finals, Celtics Heat. So again, that was another uh, recommendation, more so than anything. 
When did you call uh, that, Paul? Actually, back to Celtics as well. So I've got you in head to head. But it's like that episode in The Sopranos when Tony's in the casino and does his nuts in, and you've got that Buffalo's fan. <laughs> Probably. Buffalo Bills fan. Oh, yeah. Like $100 or whatever. Probably won thirty-five dollars down there. Final score: Buffalo twenty-eight, Tampa Bay twenty-four. Skip, not a bit. Guy probably won fifty dollars down here. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 how the Celtic heat is. Celtic heat is good at playouts. Yeah, you 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 could win a good few quid on that one, couldn't you? Did you want to get onto the basketball, Popey? I'm, uh, I'm on about three hours sleep, watched both games last night, took myself in about five o'clock in the morning. Fucking hell. I don't know if I'm cut out at the moment, I'm, I'm trying to be as zen and as relaxed as possible at the moment, I'm trying to have a bit of headspace, just generally in life, uh, and uh, I don't know if I'm cut out for this, for this big money fucking Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> Dramatic. But how good is the the NBA playoffs, mate? Has been uh, it's been uh, the, the big probably the biggest sport success story during COVID. I would have thought it was it's just been absolutely all the games seem to be tight. All the series seems to be going down to the wire. And just even using last night's game, obviously it was game one uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals between your Heat and my Celtics, and that again went to overtime. And some of the plays late on, unbelievable, oh. and then. I suppose it was bittersweet for you last night, wasn't it, really? Because obviously the Heat take the 1 0 lead. Obviously, it's a race of four. Still early days, still bent. plenty of basketball to be played. But I think, did you also have the Clippers as well? And they, they got beat, didn't they? I had the Clippers in a um, crazy ass double with Tiger Woods to win the Masters. So the way he's playing, Woods, he's not looked great, has he, the last the last few months? And I wasn't old now, much old for that. It might actually be a good thing that the that the Clippers are out because I, I did really fancy them to, to win the old thing and Kawhi Leonard in the finals you'd you'd mm. fancy to do some damage wouldn't you? So in the long run that might not be a bad thing for the Heat outright bet. I think you'd rather take the Nuggets on potentially than the Clippers if you do get to the final. Would you say? Yeah. So so just remind everyone, all the listeners. Obviously, we haven't done a pod for the last couple of weeks, and I know we touched on it and. In the last episode, but what what have you what price at least have you got on the on the heat? I've got fifty quid on them to win it at hundred to one to win the championship. Uh, wow. I think it's about it's I think it's fifty each way to win the conference between thirty three and twenty two to one. So the each way of that's oh, right, in okay. the each way of that's in already. But yeah, it's a it's you know for relatively for what you're getting back, it's it's relatively small stakes for for a for a massive win for. Transparency, Steve. I've got ten pound on the Celtics at seven to one. Go on, Austin. Go on, Satan, you cunt. And you're absolutely going to cheer them as hard as I'll be cheering them. I just... Oh, that... yeah. I just honestly, I want. I, I, I was devastated watching the highlights this oh. morning. I did lost an overtime when I stand to win seventy quid compared to your thousands and thousands of pounds. Not will be sweeter, in fact. 
You're a horrible man, aren't you? Even with your Celtics emojis, your lucky clovers you were sending me yesterday. It's, uh... <laughs> and when have you backed them, by the way? At what point have you backed them? You know, mine was June last year. I think I backed the Miami. So when have you jumped in on the Celtics? Um, I think when they were three, three, in the uh, three, two up. Were they three, two up against the Raptors? <laughs> oh, so, so, so the last series, you've you've backed them, yeah, yeah. And you a win's can... a win, my friend. The win's a win. And you so claiming... we'll plenty of basketball to be played. I just don't know that. I just don't know if I'm cut out for such a dramatic head-to-head series. I was like weirdly nervous about it. I've not been as nervous yesterday for, for this heat games, uh, this heat series starting as I have been since I don't know, like like that big bet on Liverpool for the Champions League last year. You know the uh, yeah yeah. I was just like all day was counting down the clock, looking at the clock. I was wrapped in Miami radio. Where Tottenham wasn't it? Tottenham, lad, yeah. Yeah, it was over in New York. So, wait, so, so what, you were more nervous as a punter than a fan? Equal amounts. It doesn't help, does it? It doesn't help when you... When you've... Remember, I think I told you I'd had one of the worst months, better months I'd had the month before. And it was a real, yeah. real fucking bailout job, Liverpool, to, uh, to win the Champions League in 16th, 10th one. And I was in New York for it one night. We, we were going to the... On holiday, me and me and Lid and uh, at the Anthony Joshua fight that night, and I, I was a wreck, lad. I was a nervous wreck that morning. She bushed... Where did you watch it in, in some in some vegan gaff? <laughs> Do you know what? I, I was nearly. We were nearly gonna jib it because John had done a boo for us in Carragher's, um, obviously where he was doing a bit of photography and whatnot at the time. So it was it was chocolate. And I was just not up for it. I just felt stressed. I'd had a meltdown over my eggs Benedict in the morning. <laughs> just sweating, <laughs> thinking about the permutations, worrying about Harry Kane and how he was how he was gonna fit against us. Did, did you lay any of it off like No or? lad, only when we went one nil up. I put, a, steep. I put a couple of hundred on on them just, just to cover me cut to cover me. Yeah, like, yeah, sensible. Sensible if not cowardice. Yeah, 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 a little bit, a, a little bit, but it was, yeah, I was having palpitations on the J train on the way to Carragher's. I'd forgot to put my lucky red socks on. It was like Goodfellas, you know, the bird with the ass. <laughs> I had to go back. <laughs> what do you mean you got to go home? I've been carrying around this stuff all day. We got to start taping it to your leg. We got to go soon. I got to go home and get my hat. Forget your fucking hat. What, are you kidding me? Just what I need now is a trip to Rockaway because you want to get your hat? I need it. I gotta have it. It's my lucky hat. I never fly without it. Lois, do you understand what we're involved in here? I don't care. I need my hat. I won't fly without it. Because yeah, they, they trusty Red Sox as well last season. They they they, they done you good. And, they did, and season, Wasn't it, you see? So... That must have been a bad omen in itself. That that must have been causing most of the anxiety. Well, I went and got them. I went and got them, lad. Yeah, it was it was just. Oh, you got them. You had to really. Oh, yeah. it was such a such a heavy. But yeah, I was just a little bit rattly last night. Be counting down to this heat game, and so this is game one of potentially seven games, and you're an absolute mess already. Yeah, you're going to be down to to a game seven. Yeah, it could be sectioned. I think it could be the men in white coats time if it goes to a game seven. I think there's a. Uh... <laughs> There's not a doubt for me like that. What did you What did you make of the game last night? It was just incredible. I mean, the the Heat. I, I don't think I've seen a team as as relentless as them. As they've got such confidence in themselves, even when they're getting beat. I think they went down thirteen nil in the first quarter, um, or not thirteen nil. Sorry, they were thirteen points behind the first quarter. I think they mm. led about twice in the game, maybe three times. Including the uh, the last quarter, they were they were double digits down in the fourth, 
Yeah, um, 14 points down at the start of the fourth. 14, five, you know. what's, what's even a more telling stat is they were five points down with only a minute to go. Five <laughs> points, that's a pretty big point differential, even in basketball, with only a minute left on the clock, given how Boston were playing, and they somehow pulled it out the fire, didn't they? I'm not sure about Boston's temperaments as well, lad. I mean, in the last series... They were. They nearly chucked it away against Toronto. They nearly chucked Game Seven away. Um, Toronto gave a daft penalty away. I don't know if you've seen the the end of that game. They could have easily. Chucked. Yeah, they may, yeah. I think. I think the thing with Boston. I think that the, the, the franchise which is set up to potentially be successful. How you determine success is up to you. But for the next, they've got a young, good team there for the next five, six years. So mm. whether it's this year, next year, or beyond. I do think they've got a championship in them. Obviously, I've banged on about Jason Tatum. I know there's a lot of talk about him potentially being the next Kobe Bryant. This Marcus Smart should have probably won Defensive Player of the Year. And then he hits probably about six threes a game. they got Jalen Brown. they got Kemba Walker, who's really kicked on since he's joined the Celtics this season. And even the, uh, the centre, it's brilliant on defence tights. But I do know what you're saying about potentially the temperaments. And the stomach for the fight when it comes down mm. to it. I know they, they just about scraped through against the Raptors, but I think last night was a case in point, really. You're in control of the game to the extent that they were, and then they still managed to, to blow it as well. So that's what that's going to do as well for the psychology for the rest of the games in the series. I don't know, but but certainly as a... albeit a small amount of financial interest in the Celtics, a little bit worrying nonetheless. I mean, and Jimmy Butler as well. Jimmy Butler is just a dog for Miami, isn't he? He just never, ever gives up. I've seen someone on Twitter say, uh, we've got to stop calling him Jimmy. He's, he's James Butler, because this, this is a grown-ass man playing grown-ass basketball. <laughs> Butler downhill on Tatum, into traffic, got it! And one clutch time, Dade County, Jimmy Butler delivering! <laughs> Did, um, what did you make of Bam's play, Bam Adebayo? Yeah. Uh, Block on, on Satan later on. Obviously, it's been talked about today as possibly the greatest defensive player of all time. I've seen a lot of uh, people putting that out there on social media. And do you know what I mean? You'd be hard stretched to find a better one. Um, I reminiscent to LeBron's, wasn't it, against the Warriors? I remember that one. I think I think that that tops it. Like I think everyone said that was goaltending, didn't he? And he got away with it. But I, I'd I'd say Lebr- I'd put LeBron's uh, LeBron's above it, but. Yeah, it was some play like with seconds ticking, three seconds left in the game, and it's just what, what made it most impressive though. If you watch the replay back, Steve, is Jason Tatum's obviously gone to the rim. He's fully extended. Yeah. So as though he's just like with his wrist trying to dunk it in, he's fully extended. Yeah. His arm back behind his head. His arm behind him. Yeah. So it's not the strength to block him when he's fully extended, trying to dunk the ball is is, is incredible, really. Yeah. But I don't know. It didn't. So I don't know what it would have done to the outcome of the game still. It would have levelled it, lad. It would have levelled the game and Miami would have had the ball with two and a half seconds left. Uh, okay. So he was, yes. he would, exactly. he would, but if he gets it wrong, it could be it could be a, a foul, couldn't it? And it could be a free point, you know, at, at that yeah. stage in the game. So it was, it was, it's just American sports so dramatic, isn't it? The way it's set up, it's just... That's why we love it, yeah, it's incredible. Hawk at seven, working against Butler, got downhill, couldn't punch it, Bam says get it out of here, out of bio, sky high with the block and rejection, that's why he's NBA all defensive team, Bam out of bio, went airborne with Jason Tatum, 
And Adebayo won. Wow. A meeting at the summit, Doris. That is a ridiculous defensive play. Jason Tatum is clearly by everybody else, high above the rim. Looks like it's going to be an easy dunk, and Bam says, not in my house. <laughs> but as I say, there's, there's a lot of basketball to be played. I think, yeah, obviously uh, very, Miami very much in the driving seat because I don't even think Miami played as well as they have been playing. No. Last, still managed to win. No, the ball, the ball handling wasn't great. Celtics were really, really good, like, and, and obviously with them not winning, what that will do to the to the confidence for the rest of the games in the series. But still, plenty of basketball to be played, and I, I definitely still think the Celtics have at least got a couple of games in them in this particular series to at least make it competitive. I uh, I hope you're wrong. I hope that's the sort of loss that can fold them. To, you know, to be up as many times and and, and as as far as they were. Could be a bit of a soul destroyer that. It's obviously anything can happen in, in seven game series. And I think a bit of credit for Spolstra and, and Pat Riley as well, lad. I think feel like they're overlooked really as a as a management and uh, and coaching duo. Spolstra especially, yeah, because the two championships he has won. What I mean. Three and LeBron James, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch get all the all applauds. So although he's he's won two NBA championships. People tend to sort of gloss over that and and, and put them or, or give the reason for that being being LeBron James more so than than the head coach, rightly or wrongly. But even himself without without any without any stars, any marquee players, any superstars, and I'm Jimmy yeah. Butler's gritty and he's good and, and they've had a few breakout players this year, but they certainly haven't got any superstars, so he's, he's certainly proven himself. It's a proper team performance, isn't it? Yeah, we mentioned the Champions League there, lad, and. Uh... I wanted to get your take on the footy coming back. Maisy pride at the moment, Everton and Liverpool both looking good. Are you, uh, are you impressed with Carlos boys? First game, Poppy? I walk along the No, just that yeah. simple as. I just I, I know there's there's talks today. I think a lot of bookmakers have stopped betting on Bale joining Tottenham, which will obviously be a great signing for them. But I think at the same time it'll just paper over the cracks. I, I think Tottenham are on the demise. There was obviously from, from an Everton fan's point of view positive to take from there. The Everton performance. I think Rodriguez slotted in straight away. Look good, really didn't he? Hit the ground he running. As well, sorry, mate. He hit the ground running, didn't he? Look good. Yeah, and and, and, and that's just sort of what makes it frustrating for Liverpool fan is right. If Everton can go out there and spend that amount of money on a quality player in Rodriguez, then then what's going on with with, with Thiago? What's mm. obviously what's going on behind the scenes, but. Yeah, I think he'd give us a much-needed injection, really, in the middle of the park. But going back to Everton, yeah, no, in, in all in all fairness, yeah, they look good, but it's early days, and I think, as will also be the case with American sports, it's going to be a funny season. Mm. No crowds or, or, or limited crowds, and I think it's going to throw up a few few funny results. But, yeah, from Everton's point of view, big improvements on, on obviously, what they were doing last season, but at the same time, still early days, and... Yeah, well, only time will tell. Ask me again in a month what I think of Evan. Yeah, we'll revisit that. Yeah, I thought he looked pretty good. I thought Tottenham 
<coughs> credit for Everton making them, them look so bad, but I thought Tottenham looked particularly terrible. <laughs> Mourinho claiming yeah. that they're not fit. Uh, why aren't they fit? Well, you've, had, mm. you've had weeks to get them going. They just don't look like they want to play for Jose Mourinho. I think it was a complete contrast in in dressing rooms. I think you've seen Everton look full of it, willing to run through walls for them, really, weren't they? Whereas Tottenham just didn't look like he wanted to know. Look, I think he chucked it in, really, for Jose. Regressing definitely the Jose, yeah. I, th- I don't think you'll see the season. I'll put it that way. Um, so yeah, like 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 I said, it's it was more so. I think my take from the game is was how poor Tottenham were as opposed to how good Everton were. But at the same time, it was noticeable the improvements in, in Everton and, and obviously the additions they have made. The core looked good in the middle of the park as well, and Rodriguez certainly, yeah, hit the ground running. Obviously, Ricardo's a threat. But at the same time, picked it surprisingly and quite uncharacteristically made a few good saves. So, uh, yeah, he, he, won't, he won't always bail him out this season. So so we'll see. As I say, ask me again in a month. But, yeah, certainly signs of improvement for the uh, the Blue Boys, as you call them. What about the red side of the city? Bit of a concerning start, wasn't it? I know, obviously, 90-minute winners are always good for morale and... Uh, Probably had Pep and a few City fans sweating and upset already. That's never a bad thing, but definitely cause for concern at, at the back for us, isn't it? When you say at the moment, Popey? I'd say the biggest cause of concern was from Saturday was, was the post that you put up on the page. <laughs> Still in the uh, Firmino drum from last season, player of the year and top scorer, which someone highlighted to me in Tribeca. Couldn't actually believe what I was seeing, to be honest with you. Almost fell off my chair, so... Uh, yeah, I don't really want to know your reasons behind it after he just got the solitary goal at Anfield last season. Again, albeit on the last day of the season, I think it was against Chelsea. So yeah, some, a, a slight bone of contention I wanted to pick with you in regards to that as well. I'd rather you keep me out of, of, of such posts moving forward because I know you'd, you'd, you'd refer to the, the selection as a as a collective we, fancy for me, you know, or, or words language amongst those lines like so uh, yeah I certainly will not be backing that whether it be player of the year or top scorer could, could you not see the logic behind that Popey? No not at all goal scorer yeah you know, no not at all do you not think uh, my thinking was that goal against Chelsea would have kind of got the, the hoodoo off his back a little bit but then but he's never been a goal scorer certainly not since he's been at Liverpool I know but he's, but he's been encouraged to score more this year I mean if you look at his Champions League run a couple of years ago I think he scored 11 in 15 games you know, he, he, he has got it in him out of them three I think he might actually have the most natural finish. You know, you look at that goal he scored on Boxing Day at Leicester where he just passed it into the top corner. Look at his goal down at Tottenham last season. I think he's the more natural finisher and striker of the ball out of in Mane and Salah, to be honest with you. But, but you're doubling down, you're not, you're not sort of retracting your, uh, your, your statements. No, I, I'm just giving you the reasons yeah. The reasons beforehand. I, you know, for, for a championship contender number nine, I know he's a bit of a different number nine and he drops in deep and he's more linked to He's got one goal at Anfield all last season, Steve. I know he did, I know, and it, and it was unusual. That's why you're getting 50 to 1 for him and that's why if you think he's going to have a good season, you can back player of the year. 80 to 1 I thought they were quite big prices for someone who I thought could kick on 
And then you've got Aubameyang, you've got Harry Kane, you've got obviously Salah. I know we've we've had our sort of gripes about the front three as a whole, like in terms of the productivity. But it was a good start from from Salah at the weekend, and like it sounds like a bit of after time. But he's, he's never got to score unless there's, they have catastrophic injuries. He's never got to score the amount of goals that a, a Kane, a Salah, or an Aubameyang scores in a season. Not not even close. Not even half the amount of goals. So. Yeah, I was a little bit perturbed that you'd, you'd put that up on the page. And yeah, it's, it's no wonder we're struggling to get uh, followers on the Instagram page if that's the, the shite that you're putting up there. I mean, do you know what? I really thought, I really thought he'll have a go this season. I thought he'll, he'll, he'll hit at least 15 and he might kick on from there for me. You know, Here we go. So, so, so you're already referring to it as, as past tense, you thought. So you don't think. So you're, well, you're regretting it. I'm still slightly optimistic, but fucking hell, lad. I mean, what happens to him? He looks like he's got his bird stilettos on when he gets inside the box. That one-on-one. This is it, of course. He's not a goal scorer. He never has been. He can go on about 11 and 15 in the Champions League, whatever. He's never been a goal scorer and he's certainly never going to finish top scorer in the Premier League. Should we, have, uh, should we have a little over Should we have a little over under then on his goals this season? Should we have a little 20 quid between us? I thought you would have learned your lessons in our head-to-heads after the most recent uh, Fienau Hovland head-to-head uh, that we had. Uh, in our last podcast, quite a resounding victory for me in the end, wasn't it? I think well, he beat him by about nine shots. I think he done him, like yeah. That. I think he done him good. But I'm I'm ready to go again. What 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 do you want to set the bar at? Do you want to set the bar at what over under four? I'm, I'm guessing there'll be a little bit of barter in here, so I can set the bar and then you can give me a counter offer if go you want. On. I set at twenty. No, no, lad, come on, twenty for twenty <laughs> for go even on, money for an even money. I think I think I think it's got to be like fourteen. What did he score last season in the Premier League for Mino? No, forget that. Let's 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 strike up a bet here and now. Over Premier under League. over Come under on. fourteen. What's your counter? Over under fourteen, twenty twenty quid. So what happens if it's fourteen? It's a, it's it's a, a push, as they call it in American gambling. It's a it's a okay. void. Void. Yeah, yeah, twenty quid. Yeah, virtual handshake. I'll have a look okay. at that. Okay, so I'm so I need fifty. Do you want to transfer the money now? <laughs> No, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. I'm yet to transfer the, uh, the money for this this five figure bet on on Liverpool. By the way, I, I have had a I have had a little chunk on us, but I don't know, lad. I'm a little bit worried about us at the back there. Another one of the bets I put up. Trent's player of the year. Is that the worst game you've ever seen Trent have at Anfield? Or Certainly up there. He looks a bit disinterested defensively, doesn't he? Very, very nonchalant at the back, all of them. Van Dyke included, Gomez, a bit full of it for me. And Alisson, let's be honest. If you look, stay, I've got the stats in front of me. But I've been slightly concerned. It's been papering over the cracks, the fact that we blitzed the league last year and we were winning and we were winning and the managers that we were. But if you look at our defence from start of last season and the season before to certainly the turn of this year, we were shipping goals, lad. Whereas we used to win to nil, we we we, went, we we can see one or two goals now, even when we are winning, which is very much how it was when Klopp first came to Liverpool. Um, and I think Allison, I've waxed lyrical about Allison many, many times in the past. That was one of his. All right, you can make for all of the goals, but the Allison of, of 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 certainly the beginning of last season would have saved at least two of them. I just think the defensive units as a whole, yeah. yeah. I think you said a bit nonchalant, maybe touch arrogant, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. Not, 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 don't seem to be putting as much of a shift in, and 
certainly the concentration levels aren't where they need to be. No, I think uh, listening to the pod, Paul Crow, he said, uh, you know, he likes Joe Gomez, but he's technically at this point a, a sprinter in a footy kit, he reckons. Maybe it is time to turn to, to Matt up a bit, who, who got so many... So many clean sheets on on various runs when he was in the side. Would you would you maybe look at, at bringing Joel back into the fold? Maybe um, maybe Gomez wide. Maybe pushing Trent up a little bit. Maybe down at Stamford Bridge this weekend. Yeah, I, I, I think Trent would like that. As I say, I just think he's totally, yeah, disinterested in defending. I think he, he, in an ideal world, in his eyes at least, he'd, he'd want to play midfield. Mm. But I, I don't know how, how likely that is. I'd be happy for him to drop him for Fabinho yeah. against against Chelsea. You know my theory with Fabinho against Chelsea, and I, I think Jurgen Klopp's starting to uh, clock onto that a bit. Obviously, dropped him on Saturday, pulled him off pre-season against Blackpool at half-time, give him a give him a rollick, and I think. I think he changed the game when he came on on Saturday. Of course he did. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we concede when he came on? Didn't we concede the third when he came on? Pretty sure we did. There you go. So compared to the two goals we conceded prior to him coming on the pitch, two to one in his favour. So again, proves me mm. point. Within about five or six minutes, I think. I'll have to check it. No, I do think he was a game changer. Like certainly that was the consensus with there uh, with me and the lads watching it. Mm. Yeah, so hopefully Klopp will learn from his mistakes and start him at Chelsea rather than keep him on the bench. I'd be surprised, you know. I'd be surprised. Uh, if he, I'd be surprised at the way he's performed at Stamford Bridge. I'd be, I'd be very surprised if he, if he, if he starts for Benio. Like I think, I think the penny is dropping a bit with Klopp. That fast countering teams like Leeds, like Chelsea, I don't think he's cut out for it for Benio. But I might be wrong. We'll see, won't we, on uh, on Sunday. But I certainly wouldn't be steaming in with your five-figure sum on the uh, whatever whatever price we are now. I'd just let it play out and, and certainly see if we we sign Thiago because that will be a massive, massive. Positive. Yeah, that, that's actually, that's that's exactly me thinking, lad. If Thiago comes in, then I might I might bump it up and uh, and go back in on us. Paul Mason actually thinks that we'll finish fourth if we don't sign anyone. I know not at a great time with his predictions over the years, has he, Mason? Like, yeah, I'd take that with a pinch of salt. I think he, I think the man's both illiterate and dyslexic, isn't he? <laughs> He's certainly not good at writing winning betting slips out, that's all I know. Yeah, so I think <laughs> as you say, take it with a take it with a pinch of salt. If Paul Mason's saying you'll finish fourth, then there's reasons to be cheerful and not optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I think the standout performance of the weekend though, did you catch many other games that I watched I watched every single every game. I mean this this, these staggered games, lad, are unbelievable, aren't they? Every game on a different time, live on the telly. Brilliant if you're, uh, like me, my bread and butter is, is actually laying teams, is, is backing Premier League teams not to win. So it's been great to see 90 minutes of, of virtually every team so far. I, I'd say Newcastle with a standout performance, lad, over the weekend. They were fantastic. Andy Carroll looked uh, a rejuvenated man there. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't actually catch the uh, the Newcastle game. I, you'll have to even remind me what the result was. You beat West Ham two 0 For me, as always. Yeah, beat West Ham down at two 0 I, I was chuckling to myself seeing Ryan Fraser on on the bench. Did they send you that Ryan Fraser story off Twitter? I don't know if someone made it up or or what. Just to remind me, go on. Just for the benefits of nothing else. Well, apparently he went up. He went up to sign for uh, for Newcastle. Him and his agent and uh, good little player. Yeah, so yeah. We've been linked with him, we have been, we have been linked to him. Yeah, and apparently the uh, 
the deal was off at one point. They'd gone into Steve Bruce's office and uh, Brucey was right in the middle of dropping the kids off. He was having a shit, apparently, in his office and he'd, uh, he'd, left, he'd left the toilet door open and <laughs> Ryan Frazier's agent just couldn't knock it, apparently. Deal was off. Ah, oh, we've got to get out of here. <laughs> left the office. Left the meeting. They've, uh, they've obviously sorted it out because he's, he's, he's in the Newcastle squad over the weekend. My mate Simon had a little pop on your radio station, didn't he, Ryan? I think uh, I'll have to ring Simon and, and tell him what really, really went on. What are we talking about? Another Robbie Williams moment here, or was he just, just having a number two? I thought did he have a yeah. male compartment in the toilet with him? What was, what was so disturbing? Nothing sexual. No, nothing sexual. I think he was just reading... Oh, no sexual uh, gratification, no? No, I was just reading the Daily Sports, I reckon, on the, uh, on the, <laughs> on the Kazi. Maybe doing a crossword, possibly. Uh, it'd be an imagine that. Imagine walking in to see Steve Bruce straddling the pan, that face contorted. <laughs> okay, now. If he's squeezing one out as well, big purple head on him, yeah. Imagine. <laughs> oh yeah. So that 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 tickled me. That I don't know how true it was, but it looks like they sorted the differences out and uh, <laughs> and, and put pen to toilet paper. Was, was it both the agents and Fraser walked into the office to be met with uh, with Brucey on the pan? Apparently, yeah, Bruce, he was squeezing one out, yeah, in his, uh, in his ensuite. Not too dissimilar to, uh, to, to a story I've got about that, and uh, not Steve Bruce, like, but, but a very similar situation. Basically, I don't know whether it should be telling the story. So uh, when we moved into where we live now, uh, so eight years ago, yeah. As fan members tend to do, they pitch in, helping us with a little bit of decorating and what have you. Yeah. Obviously, time buyers trying to save as much money as possible. One day, uh, Louise's dad and her, his wife, so her stepmom, yeah. were here. And then we were all decorating. I think I was in the house with them. I think Louise had popped out, and it was just me, dad, and her stepmom in the house. So, anyway, I've 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 gone upstairs to, to fetch a paintbrush or something anyway, and then I've literally got to the well, three quarters up the way, the stairs, bathroom doors fully open, uh, and I was just met by Louise's stepmom on the carsey, squeezing one out herself, which uh, which is stuck with me to this day, really, and uh, probably not something that should be sharing on the pub, but, uh, yeah, very... Uh, very, very peculiar behaviour, like especially oh. in, a, in a new house. I suppose she was just there christening the toilet, really. Someone's got to christen it, Pope, yeah. I bet you can't look it in the face, can you, when you're around there for a fry up? Them sausages. It's just a bit mad, like. I was, I was, yeah, I was a bit, I was saying to Lee, what's all that about? Like, just shut the fucking door, do you know what I mean? But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll let bygones be bygones, and uh, at least you can look back and laugh now, eh? I bet your breakfasts are, are awkward around there, lad, when you're around there, big fry up, big Cumberland sausage on the plate, flashbacks. <laughs> PTSD. What a load of black pudding on the plate, yeah? <laughs> 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 oh, it's such an awkward one, that. And I mean, it'd be a bit different if it's the owl fella, but for the man to be... Yeah, I, I didn't see much slab, but I was just, like, flustered and just turned away on the stairs, almost lost my foot and fell down. It was just... No, it wasn't, wasn't like, it's like, yeah. Pitch, but there you go. <sighs> What do we want to move on to? Let's talk about emptying and emptying uh... <laughs> your bowels. It's tickled me that. 
What did you make of the NFL's return, lad, in, in, in empty stadiums? I mean, it's, it's a bit of a tedious segue. I was mortified, absolutely mortified, yeah. Uh, but I'd, I've, as you know, I've my fancy is the Colts and the 49ers, and I've done them in a, in a what's for me a big stake divisional double. Both got beats on the opening weekend, of course. Then me and you've got the side bet for the 49ers. Not make the playoffs. Did you quit on that? Did they, what did they give you two to one? Two to one. I did warn you about this. Honestly, it's this Super Bowl hangover is a real thing, Pokey. And uh, don't get me wrong, the Cardinals. I've got a good record against the 49ers, haven't they? Last few years, I think they've they've took the majority of, of the wins there. They're a bit of a bowl. Do you know what? They're all right. The Cardinals, mm-hmm. like honestly, Alan Murray's really good for this diminutive size. Obviously, they've got Hopkins, arguably the best in the league now Larry Fitzgerald who's, who's still got game and he's a Hall of Fame a wide receiver you've got Chandler Jones on the defence so they are a good team but at the same time the class is the, the, basically the weakest team in their division given that's how strong the 49ers division uh, is the, the, the NFC West yeah. so not a great start to be honest with you no I was a little disturbed with, uh, with some of Jimmy G's decision making in his place to yeah, yeah, Jimmy. Bit of a playboy mentality, has a, a reputation, really. Jimmy G hasn't he? There's been loads of stories knocking about about him. Porn stars. He's got a, he's got yeah, a, a porn stars. Punch on for porn stars, hasn't he? Like like dating the uh, the adult stars. Yeah. Done a little bit of amateur porn and that apparently, yeah. So. Uh, mm. Judging by his play at the weekend, it looked as though he'd actually stayed in Miami after the Super Bowl to uh, officiate on some uh, wet t-shirt competitions with Little Carmine. <laughs> I'm sure he'd be, he'd be well up for the task job. Did you see him asked as well? I'm watching his head's like post-game interview. He's just there with a little smug smile on his face. Mm, mm, yeah, he's I don't a... know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not writing them off completely. I think this season, though, stay more so than, than, than ever, is... Got to throw up a lot of lot of strange results, and it wouldn't surprise me if an outsider certainly at least gets to the Super Bowl. Mm. I don't think it's the usual dominant teams, and that's obviously the appeal with American sports because of the college draft system in place and the salary caps. It sort of evens the playing field, and it, it's it, with the exceptions of the Patriots and the NFL, it's quite rare to get a, a dominant franchise that'll dominate for like a ten-year stretch. Mm. Be- draft system whereby the team with the worst record gets the first draft pick out of college the next season and obviously the salary caps doesn't allow anyone with the financial power to dominate because they've all got the same amount of money to spend so that, I suppose that's part of the appeal that the, the NFL the NBA and the, the, base, the, the Major League Baseball as well and you will often get Throw up you get fresh faces, don't you? you? You get fresh teams in the mix, don't you? You know, which is great, and that's, that's what I love about it. But I, I certainly think this year, the crowd participation plays a massive part. Of course, it does. Anfield and, and, and the likes of Levi Stadium as well. With the the super, yeah, the, the Saints, the Superdome. Massively so, yeah. No, where they play, it's, it's Gillette. I think yeah. where they play, yeah. uh, Legion of Boom. So yeah, that gives the, that gives the teams an extra five percent, and I think that'll sort of if you're, you're a dominant team. I, I really don't think it matters anymore whether you're playing home or away because of the, the lack of crowd. 
So I don't think there's such thing as a tough road game this season as well. Well, I mean, you say lack of cl- crowd. I was watching the Red Zone, which is like the uh, the live update channel for anyone who doesn't watch the NFL. The best, but pro- probably the greatest thing ever. Oh, it's, it's gambling, cr- it's gambling crack cocaine. Oh. To be honest with you, I, I didn't have a, I, I didn't have a bet. I watched six hours of the NFL on Sunday, and obviously I've got outright bets of the season, but. I was just researching, I was just making mental notes and whatnot, but it, obviously it's cut around the stadiums and as we're saying there, all the stadiums are empty and then, then it cuts to Jacksonville, which I think um, I think Florida's the worst hit COVID place in uh, in America, isn't it? Still at the moment, it was certainly up Is there it really, yeah? for a long time. Absolutely chocker, the Jacksonville Jaguars stadium, not a mask in sight, <laughs> jump around on top of each other, yeah. It's ba- basically like having an NFL game in, in Wuhan, really. Minshew. <laughs> Puts an air Edward wide open is Cole for the touchdown. And Jacksonville retakes the lead. <laughs> at the height, at the height of the uh, of the pandemic, yeah. I mean, wow. So all them Republican rednecks just not ass. Yeah, no, not ass. No, not ass. And in fairness, he got the win, didn't he? Did he got a big win, Jacksonville? Uh, Gardner Minshew, the muzzy against my Colts. Yeah, against- I may add. Oh, I, 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 I literally, I may as well take that bet and slip and throw them in the maze along with your multiple bet and slips over the last few months, and I can't see myself fishing fishing it out. Main reason uh, for skepticism being. Marlon Mack, mm. who had a breakout season last year with the Colts. He just had a break on Sunday, didn't he? Well, there you go. He's gone from a breakout to a uh, yeah, a bone break or whatever it is, ruptured his ligaments, and, which you know all about. So yeah, he's out for the season. The <sighs> basic what I liked about the Colts is obviously the addition of Philip Rivers, who's a little bit, a little bit volatile and predictable. He will throw a lot of interceptions, but at the same time, his stats over the last few years have proved that he'll also throw a lot of touchdowns and a lot of yardage over the season, which I like, as long as he can curb it, which 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 he can he can do. But not only that, the two pronged running attack. Obviously they had Marlon Back and Marlon Mack and then you've got this Jonathan Taylor that they drafted in the second round out of college who broke the uh, college Russian record for last season, I think yeah. like 2,300 Russian yards. So he's going to be the number one running back now. But I don't know how he'll get on as a rookie. I like the fact that mm. he was back up to Mac and they were going to use. He loses the decoy then, doesn't he? And it's, of course all, he does. it's just all yeah. on his soldier, shoulders. And that's one thing about the anti post betting, especially in the American sports, Popey, which we haven't really spent much time on. You know, we do advise people to to get involved on the on the futures, as the American call them, or the uh, you know the long term bet. But injuries can't ah, fuck a bet up, you know, can't they? Especially in like the <sighs> NBA, where there's only five players, and I had a big lump on the Steelers to uh, to make the playoffs. I've backed them to win the Super Bowl. They're my main main pick this year. But seen James. Oh Con- really? Yeah. James you know, you've mentioned that one before, like some. Yeah, James Connor hobbled out there. Their star running back hobbled out on uh, on Monday night against the Giants. Your man Kittle, I think. Rolled yep. off for the 49ers. So, yeah, injuries can really, can really pull the rug from you in terms of those. Uh, those What's the prognosis on, uh, on, on Connor? I didn't realise he'd been injured. I think Connor's all right, lad. I think Connor's all right. I think he, he should be all right. He might sit next week. But the lad who came in was great. I think. I think the uh, the Steelers. I think they've got that good of a of a line. The if you're an half decent runner, you're, you're going to get some yards. The lad who come in, Snell, young lad, he got 113 yards. I think, and he was saying so. 
at least the backup looks all right. Good. But you have got to you yeah. have got to watch you have got to watch them injuries and uh, it is it's going to be a weird season. Tom Brady in a, in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform's going to going to take some getting used to. Cam Newton in a, in a Patriots <laughs> jersey. So I seen the Patriots won at the weekend. Obviously the Bucs got beat. So did Cam Newton get the uh, did he play? Did he? Cause he's very he's... good. Yeah, very, over the last few years. very good lad. Yeah, it was all around his uh, his mobility, really. But I just don't know about the longevity. I've actually got the Patriots to to win their division, the biggest price you'll ever get for them at eleven to eight this year because of no Brady and a few other departures. They're still five to four, though, you know. Yeah, well, the Bills won as well, didn't he? But it's just how sustainable. I think Cam had fifteen carries, lad. He scored two touchdowns. It's just how much his body can take of that. His body's been quite broken and battered over the last few years, hasn't it? Can he be that mobile quarterback? I know the rules have changed. I know he'll, he's a little bit more protected than he than he would be in years gone by. But I don't know. Can he do that all season, lad? Can he just take off and run for the majority of the season? I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. Five to four still seems big for the Patriots for the division. Really, the only challenges are the Buffalo Bills, aren't they? But... Mm. Yeah, it's big. They're, they're notorious underperformers, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Belichick, regardless of whether Brady's still there or not. No, my money will be on. Absolutely, absolutely. And with that, shall we move on to the official DeSoho Better the Week or what have you? On a rainy night in Soho. Plenty of sport to get stuck into this weekend. Uh, again, obviously, the US Open. On the subject of Soho, uh, if you're listening, I'm due another crate. I haven't had one for about a month, so I think I'm due one now. And, oh, uh, so... I've gone through my, my stock. So, uh, yeah, if you could be as kind to send some some across to uh, to my home address, that would be uh, much appreciated. Thank you. So, hang on. So, so, you, so you're not going to do a show for a couple of weeks. You, you're going to go MIA, and uh, you're still going to call out our sponsors to send you some... Uh, so some sponsorship, Dan. You, you're gonna, you know, you want some refreshments still, even though uh, you've not been doing your side of the bargain, Popey. Well, I thought the deal was we, we, I'd get a crate on it on a monthly basis, and I'm just saying it's been over a month since I've received my last one now. So, uh, yeah, if the next one could be uh, forthcoming, that would be uh, much appreciated. And uh, I may add long overdue, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be back on somebody. Interesting. I think the deal. I think the deal might have been on a weekly, a weekly sporting podcast for uh, for our Soho boys. We'll take it up with them, lad. We'll see what we can get you sent for over the weekend. You could probably. Well, it's not my fault that you're missing podcasts due to two day benders, is it? Do you know what I mean. So I shouldn't have to, um, yeah, suffer the consequences for your uh, for your your behaviour, we'll lack see. of professionalism, let's competence. See. Let's see what our let's see what our sponsors make of that, Popey. We'll see what we can get sent up to you. You could probably do looking at your weekend that you had there. You could probably do with some uh, non-alcoholics yourself this weekend. So, yeah, maybe uh, maybe that'll keep you on. Oh, kettle black, <laughs> glass houses. Yes, absolutely. Okay, now a bit rich that lad. Height of hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. I've had two sober weeks and I'm uh, back banging the uh, the Russell Brand drum here, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah. Back back. Yeah. Back banging the self righteous drum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks of Phil Jackson Zen and I'm uh, I'm at it like yeah, calling the shot. <laughs> Come on then, Rodman. Let, let's see what you've got. Tip of the week. I want to hear what you've uh, got cooking. Hopefully, hopefully leaving the horses alone still. Well, 
one and a half year I've learned my lesson. Like, do you know what? I haven't backed the horses for a while, and I make that's I'm making a conscious effort to not pay much attention to the horse racing until the jumps comes about. Yeah, we'll have a look at the jumps, won't we, when he come back? Right. As well, we'll have a look at the jumps when they come back. I think, yeah. The flat. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, the flats. I've, I've learned from my mistakes. So uh, yeah, given the absolute tip that I'm on, uh, not just tip of the weeks in general, but more specifically with golf. A couple of fancies for the US Open. On as we record today on the Wednesday, it starts tomorrow, which is Thursday the seventeenth of September. Yeah. So we don't really able to get this out in time. Hopefully. Uh, two fancies. We've got Webb Simpson, who's a former US Open winner, twice on the PGA Tour this year, uh, and he's got a great record in difficult courses, mm. which which obviously where they're playing uh, is 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 known as, as obviously one of the tougher courses on the tour. And he's it's it, it's not not a bomber's course as well, and I think his wedge play and he, like one forty in, he's one of the most accurate players on the tour. I think his wedge play will stand him in good stead, and I just think that the course sets up nice for him. So do you know what? But on professional level, you actually got a price. I don't know whether you got the prices in front of you. I can state. get them for you, Popey. I should know them off the top of my head, really, because I was scouring the uh, scouring the odds last night on the US Open myself. Let me have a little look for you, here, Popey. Hang on one sec. Horrible swing he's got, by the way, Webb Simpson. He's right up there, you know. Again, a bit rich coming from you. <laughs> Talking of, actually, while you're looking at that, whilst there was a, one thing I did do, I played golf a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah shot back-to-back 83s. That's not bad, is it? Not bad at all, eh? 83. You know what, mate? I'm sorting me chipping out. I've done a YouTube tutorial. I'm sick of playing golf. Playing well, but then like falling apart around the green. So we've done a YouTube tutorial. Took it out to the course. I've played three times since I've, I've done, watched that tutorial. Shot an 85, 83, 83. All beer at Allenton. Yeah, my consistency levels are there. So if, if, if I decided to take golf up full time, you could see me in the US Open uh, in the not so distant future. Yeah. At the very, very least, there could be the next club pro at uh, Allenton. Phil yeah. Lavoie, that Barry Large has left. <laughs> Wow, Barry Large, yeah, Jesus, remember him? Oh, yeah, imagine me, I, I could be the next Barry Large, I think. Albeit a slightly less handsome version, but I think I'm arguably more talented. Barry Large, is that really something to uh, to aspire to? Yeah, I, I remember him flogging fucking pom balls in a club shop. Grumpy, baldy mess. Are, are we getting the, right, the same fella here, are we? Or? No, yeah, he's a cult hero. In South Liverpool in particular, he's a cult hero, yeah. Major gooser back in the day, yeah. Known as the uh, the Robert Kilroy Silk of Liverpool. Was he yet large by name, large by nature? Was he old Barry? Yeah. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, yeah, real ladies man, like yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was a baldy fat mess and a cardy. Maybe that was his, his understudy or something. I was thinking, there's hope for us all. Like if he's in a top swordsman. I'm the only man that can rock your world. Come with me and let me. <laughs> Looks can be deceiving, my friend. Yeah, yeah. As I say, real ladies, man, and uh, similar level of golfer to me. Gift of the gab, yeah. The new Barry Large, Ben Pope. 25 to 1, you can get on uh, Webb Simpson. 
I would advise 22 to 1 though with 10 places with Betfair or Boyle Sports, I think. Um, gotta say, that. sorry. Let me put two up, let me put two up, and I'll be interested to see whether you're putting anyone up. Sorry, 11 places with Skybet. Head. 11 places with Skybet, Webb Simpson, yeah. 20 to 1. Yeah, okay, so what, who's, your, who's your second pick? Simpson. Yeah, I've got the prices now actually yeah okay I get what you're saying yeah 20 to 1 11 places you might as well take the 11 places if you can get it I can't bet with Sky they bad me so yeah if you can get 11 places go for it big is that uh, and then another one I'm putting out there just just, just for the absolute, absolute unpredictability and, and character of the man Bryson DeChambeau oh. absolute toughest the beefcake big beefcake he's due one you know, he, he had a great start to the season and all in all, he's had a very, very successful year. But during the playoffs, he sort of, yeah, his game fell off a little bit. And I think he's very much the mindset of, of a Tiger Woods. I'm not saying he's going to win half the majors that Tiger Woods wow. has won, but yeah. I think he's putting it all into the majors. Bryson DeChambeau and his rate major record is pretty good. And so I think he's had one eye on the, the US Open even during the playoffs. So I expect to see a different ball to what we've seen in recent weeks. And uh, yeah, he certainly got the game for it. So uh, I'll put Bryson DeChambeau up. Very similar price as well, I think. Just watch the road rage with uh, with Bryson. That's the that's what can underpin him. He loses his head. He gets angry. He loves the juice, doesn't he? The size of the battle. He's put about £150 on, hasn't he, in a year? Well, his latest quote is, I want to drive the greens every week. When I was at his interview with Golf Digest or Golf Magic this week. Yeah, so that's his, uh, his latest. But I think he's, 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 he's obviously being serious. And he, yeah, he's, uh, the confidence and the arrogance of them. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you need that little bit of, you need that bit of an edge. Obviously, Seviade, large undies, Ram uh, has got it. Mm. So as long as you can curb it. I, think, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Like. Drive the greens. He'll be driving the greens as a gardener, I'd imagine, in, within five years. I don't think his body can... His body can't take this. This gym routine, this workout, the, the swing he's got on him trying to burst the ball every fucking time he... he so aggressive, isn't it? Really oh, aggressive. Horrendous. I, I get it, like, he's great fun, Deshaun, bro, and he's brilliant. He, you know, the way he scientifically takes on courses is, is fantastic. And, and what he's Bionic done, man, yeah. What he's done, yeah, what he's done to his body, but... That, that roid rage, I just worry about his temperament on the last day. And speaking of which, you've uh, you've made public your feelings on Dustin Johnson's ability to, to close out tournaments. I may add, my theories proved to be correct, really, of, of uh, yeah, his mm. recent uh, outings or anything to go by. And victory for Dustin Johnson in the 2020 FedEx Cup is his. A dominant performance this week and throughout the playoffs for the game's most dominant player right now. Got the job done for $15 million with, with no problems. A couple of weeks back, Popey, you uh, not cutting him any No, again, but again, Steve, you're forgetting the two, not necessarily the two tournaments prior, but certainly there was two tournaments in the month prior that he was leading going into the fourth round, didn't get over the line in either of them. So I, I very much take it with a pinch of salt, the fact that the one tournament he did win whilst he was leading going into the final round was a tournament he was given a head start in. 
Well, regardless of when him fifteen million dollars or, or whatever, the fact is he was given a head start uh, and he hung on and whatever. It's not going to change me uh, me opinion. You or, say you say he was given an head start. You mean he he'd, he'd earned uh, an head start by being the best player in the world over the last over the last few months. So since when's this uh, the Dustin Johnson love fest started? I know you've always been a hater. Not just of his facial hair, but but I don't ever remember you being a big fan of Dustin no, Johnson. I backed Dustin for you, sir. I just he just impressed me so much. Pope his form over the last few months is it's Tiger esque, isn't it? And it'll be no surprise that he's he'll be my tip of the week this week, Dusty. I'm gonna stick oh, with him. Ah, oh, here we go, favourite back. <laughs> Absolutely, I backed him last. I backed him last week or last time he was out. He was the the final leg of a big treble. He got the job done for me. Pulled me out the shit from a bad week the week before. We yeah. pulled you out of the shit from the week before when you backed him again, yeah. Well, no, I had a meet where he had the week before. There was nothing, nothing lost, nothing gained on that. But if he'd have, if he'd have beat John Ram, yeah, he'd have pulled me out a week earlier. But could have, would have, could have, but you didn't, though, did you, <laughs> Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to leave that. I was just. But I think he's massive, lad. I think uh, if you look at Tiger Woods, the comparison of them when Tiger Woods was at his peak. The form he's in at the moment is ridiculous. The amount of um, leaderboards he's been topping over the last few months is just... He's on par with, with Woods at his best. Now, Tiger Woods, for some majors, at his absolute peak, was... I remember back on him, lad, you know me. Tiger Woods was, was my man. He was he was my uh, me cash cow as a gambler but back in the day. And yeah. Woods was as short as five to two for some of them majors, you know. Uh, it's too early to be comparing Dustin Johnson to Tiger Woods, no, mate. No, it Come is, on. but I'm just... I'm just talking form-wise, lad. I think for the form he's in, for him to be nine to one, you can get nine to one. I'm backing him win only, and I'm going to back uh, the same stake at evens, top ten. I think it's a massive price. I think he's, he's head and shoulders above the field at the moment. I know John Rams pushing him close, but he has a bit of a blow-up in him. It's the temperament with Johnson. He just seems to dust off. Excuse the pun, a uh, a bogey or even a double bogey, just just so easily moves on to the next tee. I mean those last those last two rounds, um, last week or certainly the sorry no it was round two and three. Yeah, hardly it's a fairway lad. He had two fairways on his on his third round, and still managed I think two under. So his recovery play, his wedge play, his putting. It's just all on song, even when his driving is his wayward bombs are letting him down. His recovery game's unbelievable. And I just think I think nine to one's massive lad with ten places. It's just that's just too big. Xander's me back up and Daniel Berger's me me outsider. So it's so it's Dusty Xander and Berger for me, but yeah, tip of the week. Stick with DJ. I've not seen form like it since since Tiger Woods was, was at his peak. Take, uh, well, you could, you know, I don't know, it's debatable. Rory McIlroy obviously went on a tear there and won, won was it five majors in, in a few yeah. years. So I, I don't know, it has happened before. And Patrick won back to back majors. And I don't know, I've, I've, I've seen similar tears, and it
for, for majors when he was when he was in that form? You know, from a, from a betting point of view. I think it's because I think what's what's built into the nine to one price with Johnson is he's an absolute choke job when it comes to the majors. He's won one, probably should have won five or six. Possibly. So I think that's probably built into the price. To be honest with you, I feel like he's exercised some demons there in the FedEx. I, I know the field's stronger these days. Don't get me wrong. I don't think Tiger was taking on anywhere near as good a field as, as it is now. The field's so strong because of Tiger. Tiger got so many young people into golf, didn't he? And we've got such a good crop now because it's it's, it's post-Tiger golfers. Yeah, no, stick with DJ. I can't go away from him. I wanted to do a, a nationality punt as well, like I like to do on the majors, a big face melter, but I can't see past the Yanks, really. So, yeah, DJ with a... With Xander Schofle and uh, and Berger, uh, support Nax, 15 to 1 and 33 to 1, yeah. Here, what are we saying? We put your two outsiders up against my two, okay? Those two against my two, or what are we saying? Okay, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's go 20 Which quid. One? I'll take no, no, we'll, I'll take Xander and Berger against against your two, and, and whoever finishes whoever finishes highest out of our four outsiders or our four our four picks, our four other picks outside yeah, yeah. the DJ gets the 20 quid, yeah. Here we go, yeah, sounds good so to me. I have Xander and Berger, you have Webster. Bryson and Webby. Great, okay. Get your mucking funny ready, lad. Okay, sound as. And, and one, one footy tip as well. Really impressed with Everton and Arsenal the weekend. I think I think that's a, a nailed on 6-4 to four double as well. West Brom and West Ham, two absolutely horrible teams who are really going to struggle in the Prem. So I think uh, that'll be a double I'll be backing as well. Everton and Arsenal this weekend at 6-4. to four. Okay, very good. Yeah, best of luck with that. I think you'll need it. <laughs> you just won't even give them a smidgen of credit, will you, the Blue Boys? Well, we'll see. As I say, ask me again in a month. <laughs> Sad. I'll probably be speaking to you next in a month, the way, uh, the way you're panning out at the moment. So, yeah, look forward well, to... We certainly won't be seeing each other, will we? No, look forward to our Halloween show. Okay, my mates, take it easy. Take it easy. That's a bad mate. Later, it's not. In the church, I'm by.